This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. I am Lauren, and I'm so excited to welcome on a very special guest today. We are chatting with Mr. Dave Butler. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So excited to talk to you today. I have followed your podcasts and your books and everything for years, and I'm super excited. But before we get into it, we start our episodes with something we call snack time. Okay. We, we really stick with the theme. We love food, obviously. So we stick yeah. <laughs> with the dinner table theme. And it's just kind of a dumb question, but it gets us kind of going. So I always like to ask other podcasters or authors, what are you currently listening to? Whether it's a podcast or music or an audiobook, what's like playing in the background right now? Okay. I have such bad ADD that I can't usually stick with one thing for very long. So legit, I have, um, I'm a listener to things instead of a reader. I don't do a ton of like reading, um, but I love listening to books and podcasts um, and music. So I actually will switch between the three. You know, like you just feel like, okay, I'm just done with this. I need music right now. And then, oh, wait. And then some stuff I listen to is like mindless and some stuff I listen to is um, smart stuff. So sometimes you can't have too much smart stuff also, smart you stuff. know? So, so right now I, um, I am jumping around a lot of different podcasts. Um, I love Jay Shetty right now. So I like listening to his stuff. My friend, Susan Peterson has this um, entrepreneurial podcast that she started. It's called started from the bottom. and kind of getting started and I kind of have an entrepreneurial centered mind. So mm-hmm. it's sort of centered and focused on women entrepreneurs, but she's a friend of mine. So I kind of feel like it's fine. Yeah, um, it, it all applies. Yeah. Yeah. It all works out and everything. And then I'm actually listening to this um, two books back and forth, depending on my mood. One of them is about the history of Jerusalem because I have recently started leading tours to Israel and to Jerusalem. And so And I just am so intrigued on like the history of a place before I go. I'm such a history nerd. Like I love that kind of stuff. So um, that and Christian history, it's such a boring book. I'm sure for normal people, but just like the history of the Christian church, like. (laughs) Everyone has to love something, right? Someone's got to love something. I know, I know. It's seriously so dumb. Like I see recommendations from people who are just like, oh, what's a good, like, where's my, like the crime podcasts are so popular right now. And I bet I would get into it. But right now I just, I'm like, sometimes I think if my like, like AirPods went out and all of a sudden this started playing like out loud at the gym, like what? (laughs) <laughs> like, that, was my next think, question. You know? that was my next question do you listen to these at the gym like are you elliptizing to christian history or are you well like- okay so 
if I'm lifting, I have to have something mindless that's going on. So it's either music okay. or like a conversation podcast. That's like not that I don't actually have to concentrate on. Do you know what I'm saying? Where you can kind of yeah. feel like you're just in a conversation. So, um, but, but then, cause I can't like learn things while I'm lifting, but then I like to end on the treadmill, which is mindless, like, and it's not too hard. And so, it, so then I can like listen to, Okay. You know, smart things while I <laughs> smart things. <laughs> okay, that's I did, listen, speaking of like AirPods coming out back when I would wear the ones that would plug into your phone, you know. Um, I was just it was I was just listening to music, but I got so tired of like super explicit songs like randomly coming onto my this is when it was the Pandora days, you know, okay. and so. Yeah. And and I was like, I can't figure like where's the dumb settings that say I don't like want, you know, trashy yeah. <laughs> explicit music or something. Um, and so I legit would listen to the Kid Bops channel, oh. like as an adult man. And I was like, well, at least like it's upbeat. <laughs> I was gonna say they always had good rhythm. You probably yeah. were still getting good rhythm. And one time my phone like fell out of my pocket and unplugged and it started playing out loud. And it seriously was like, I don't know, that whatever that second generation villains oh Disney gosh. stuff is. Oh, yeah. so, I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> that is amazing. It always would get like stuck on the treadmill while you're running the cord and like yeah. out of your ears. Oh, I love that. Okay, not what I was expecting, but still good. But I am a crime. I love the crime ones. And I don't know. Oh, you are. See? See? I don't know. I know it sounds weird and it like always freaks my husband out. He's like, why are you listening to these? But it's just like, I can't watch it. I can't like watch scary movies or anything, but just listening and like solving it in my head. I I love that. So yeah, no, that's all my list. I, I feel like so many people are into that and Korean dramas and so i'm like okay i have to like dive into both of those so at least i can know what the rest of the country is doing you know what i mean you're not missing you're not missing too much you're good (laughs) that's so funny well we have we have like kind of a bunch of different topics that i wanted to talk about today and i'm not even sure where we're gonna lead this to but we were just so excited to have you on the show when we well, I told you I was a big fan, but let me just tell you, we're all big fans of pretty much everything you do, just because as like we're on social media too. And I know that you do a lot on social media and just the way that social media is right now, there's just not a lot of happy stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the stuff that is happy is still like kind of negative And it's like, it's just not a place where you see a lot of light. And so when we were putting this podcast together, we came up with this huge list of like dream guests that we wanted on the show. And we all compiled our lists like separately and then came together and we're like, kind of like categories, you know, where we're like, you want to cross it out. Anyways, you were like top of everyone's list. We were like, oh, oh. it be so cool if we could get Dave Butler on the show one day. So I'm feeling so flattering. I'm wow. I'm lucky that we get to be talking with you today. Um, but I know we probably have a lot of listeners who are not positive who you are or they have not heard a ton about you. So do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and talk about kind of what you do and just tell us about Dave? Oh, okay. Well, let's see. Um, I am a dad, I'm a husband and a father first, obviously, of six kids. So 
My wife is Jenny and we've been married. We just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary um, in November. So we've been married 20 years, um, which is nuts. We're almost at that spot where, thanks, thanks, where we're married longer than you were single or whatever, you know, Um, we're almost there, that tipping point. We have six kids. Our oldest is a senior in high school, all the way down to a um, an eight year old, okay. um, boy boy, girl girl, boy boy, um, is <laughs> how they that. came. That's right how we ordered them, and that's how they're here. <laughs> and that is, I feel like that consumes most of my like time, energy, you know, thoughts, everything. Mm-hmm. Like we just have when they were babies, like they were busy, but they didn't take a lot of like emotional energy necessarily. I don't know if I'm saying yeah. this the right way, but you know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. it's it was physical. Just, uh, it's more of yeah, like yeah. physical demands. Yeah. Right. You just love yeah. them and give them mac and cheese and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and then put yeah. them to bed. Um, so they're busy and I actually love it. I, th- I like people like are afraid of teenage years or whatever. And I am like, like thriving in it. That doesn't mean I'm doing it awesome. I just mean I get a lot of energy from it. Like I, I genuinely like mm-hmm. love this. Like, I think it's so fun. Like we just had a whole crew of boys leave this house and they come every day for toast at lunchtime. And like, I just, I think it's so fun. And so I keep all of our drinks stocked and all the bread and the jelly. That's a lot of bread. That's so much bread. bread. It is so much bread. And so, but it's like, I'm like, well, listen, the bread is like, what, three bucks a loaf or whatever. It's fine. Let's just keep bringing those boys over to this house. And I just... It's so fun. Um, and then I, um, I don't, I don't know what I am. I, I, I like to have my hands in a whole lot of different things, but I think the common theme behind everything is I just, uh, I want to be an encourager to people. Um, I'm a person of faith. And so that, uh, that's a lens that I look at a lot of life through. So I have a podcast that's scripture based kind of walks people through principles of the scriptures and then, um, last year I taught, started a clothing line because I didn't have enough things to do. So I thought, why don't I do that also? Um, that's like inspirational and, um, everything that I write and produce is just kind of lives, I guess, in, in that world. I, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like people ought to, uh, we have a lot to be negative about, about, and a lot to worry about in this world and that can easily take over. And so, um, I kind of feel called to that a little bit, but more than called to it, I feel like it's just my natural response is to, Hey, let, um, let's, let's look on the bright side. That sounds so cheesy, yeah. but, um, that's really true. And, um, I just, I want to lift people up. I want to let them know you're doing okay. You're doing great. Like, um, tomorrow's another day, you know, like, yeah. so Whatever I can, I write and produce product and do podcasts and that all kind of all in one flow into that direction, at least. Okay. So let me ask you this, because as someone who also runs a business that has a lot of different weird things coming into it, when someone comes to you and asks you, like, what do you do for a living? What's like your quick response when you don't have 20 minutes to explain all of the things? What do you say? What's like your response? Uh, I usually will say, oh, I, I will say I'm a entrepreneur, writer, podcaster. I just start listing a couple just things and then, I, and then I'll just laugh. And then I just laugh. And then I'm like, 
just everything. <laughs> Google me. Okay. <laughs> no, like, I'm like, I, I, you know, I just am like, oh, that, you know, I, I was a teacher, a religious teacher for lots of years, you know, for high school and then for college. And I still do some of that too. I, every, like once a week, I like going in and I teach this class of college age kids, you know, about the stories of Jesus, uh-huh. I call my Jesus class. And, um, but I used to do it full time and that was so much easier to say, mm-hmm. even though in the background I was doing a whole bunch of other stuff too. Yeah. At yeah. least I had like a main thing that I could say, oh, I'm a teacher. And they're like, oh, great. Good for you. You know? Out, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, I want to talk a little bit later on too about your clothing company because I feel like it fits in with exactly what we want to talk about today. Um I kind of just wanted to talk about exactly what you were, you were saying, kind of your mission of just helping people see the positive and realize there's another day tomorrow and you're going to be fine. You're doing a great job. And then also I want to talk about, because this is a place for a lot of moms. I know you are, you are a dad of six, but kind of but how have a mom, you, you know, have so a mom. I, like I know. Moms. And, and I say I'm a big fan, but I include Jenny when I say I'm a huge fan. I include Jenny in that. We just, you guys are are amazing. Yes. And so I want to talk a little bit too about how you teach that to your own kids at home outside of your podcast. And we're, we're going to link everything down below in the description too of everything that Dave is doing. So you can go and check it out. Um, But I want to know kind of how you take your own advice and all of the things that you're doing and implement it in your own home too. So we're going to talk about all of that, but Wow. I just want to I just want to know for those of you um who are listening who maybe follow Dave on social media or if you don't each week Dave posts like he's so good with words he's an author but he posts the most inspirational like uplifting messages every Sunday and it's like my most favorite my most favorite thing it's the like my whole social media feed I feel like on Sundays is full of of the latest Dave Butler posts which is <laughs> always just makes me cry but I just want to know, like, where do you find all of this inspiration or this positivity for the way that you present yourself on social media and in, in a place that's not usually where people are presented in the best light or staying so positive or focusing on Christianity or Jesus Christ? Like, where do you find that that energy to keep going and doing that? Well, uh this interesting because I started these posting on Saturday nights or Sunday morning, whenever it comes out, um, just accidentally. And, and somebody messaged me once upon a time and said, you know, I kind of am have a kind of a difficult relationship with church right now. And I don't, um, I kind of don't know where I'm at in my faith and I don't know where I'm at in my life journey. Um, but, and then she said, but I look forward to your post every week. I wake up on Sunday morning and I read it and it kind of like, kind of realigns me with, um, kind of where I want to go and who I want to be. And, and so actually that Sunday morning post is for that girl. I don't know who, what her name is, and I don't even know if she's still reading, but I sort of have like just in my mind this like person that I am sending a message to every week and and just imagining. And so I really like think about this one individual person every time I, I post. And she kind of represents, you know, more than just that single person, I think, for me. 
And so that's actually where I get the motivation and energy to do it is I just feel like there's enough that I see and hear throughout the week that by the time I get to Saturday night, I just feel like, oh, it's it's time for uh, something uplifting again. Like people need it, you know, um, and I need it. Like, I feel like you like, I don't know. I just feel like you go throughout every single day and you just kind of feel like um, there is so much that is negative and people are so mean. And I think people are mean to themselves, uh, maybe more than other people. And, and people just have to be reminded all the time. Like, it's funny that I don't, there's science behind this. I'm sure that I can remember something that somebody said rude to me in the sixth grade, Mm -hmm. but I can dismiss 100, you know, kind comments that someone could have said yesterday. There's something about our brains that holds on to those things. And I just think, there's that like, well, there's good will never be saturated like positivity. We won't ever oversaturate that market. And, um, and I think we, we ought to keep pushing and I don't know, like it, it means a lot to me to see somebody be encouraged by some of my words. Like it's meaningful to me to just feel like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm making a, I feel like I'm making a difference somewhere. I'm doing something you know, good for, for someone. And, um, I like that. I, you know, I, I, that just, I kind of, it, it fuels me. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to become a hero here or anything like that, or, you know, build myself up more than I think I, you know, I am. Sometimes I'll meet someone out and about and they'll be with a friend and the friend has read some of my stuff or knows me. And then the person who doesn't will say, well, I don't know who you are. And I'm just like, oh, that's, I don't know who you are either. That's totally fine. Like I like, I actually would not have wanted you to know who I am or, or anything like that, you know? So, yeah. but I do like, I don't know. I just like, I just feel really strongly about the fact that how desperately we need each other, mm-hmm. you know, um, and yeah. how, what an impact we can have on each other. Uh, and um and so I just kind of try to play my part, I think, in that way. And I'm so uplifted and inspired by other people who have no idea that that's happening. And I sort mm-hmm. of am, am figuring like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to put these out into, into the, into the arena, you know, and, yeah. and let them, let them have their play on people and sway people's hearts, however they will. And, you know. Yeah. Well, and I love how you said it's for, you are doing it like you started out just doing it for that one person. And I think uh, not everyone has platforms to share messages like that, but I think just if you can change one life or impact one life, even for an hour that they are thinking about what you wrote, they could go out and impact another person's life. And it's kind of this domino effect. And I think you've probably seen that domino effect as you've started to have more people and those posts have gained more traction and you've kind of seen that grow, but it just, it starts with the one. And I think sometimes as moms or as just regular churchgoers or just people in everyday life, we sometimes think like, oh, me saying one kind thing or one uplifting thing isn't going to make a huge difference, but it totally does. And especially online and especially in places where it can be seen publicly or heard publicly, those things make such a huge difference. 
With spring in the air, it's usually around this time that I'm craving some change. When it comes to style, it's fun to keep things fresh, so why stick to the same old pair of glasses? Change up your eyewear in a snap with affordable base frames and hundreds of magnetic top frames from Pear Eyewear. These glasses are unlike any other glasses. You start by buying your base frames. They have so many cute options and shapes to find what you like best. Then you can pick from hundreds of different top frames to customize your look. They make keeping your style fresh so easy. Pear Eyewear is the only eyewear you will ever need. Budget-friendly base frames with styles from classic to cat eye start at just $60, including your prescription. With frames designed for men, women, and kids, the whole family can customize their own looks. Get glasses that stay as fresh as your unique style with Pear. Go to PearEyewear.com slash TableTalk for 15% off your first purchase. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com slash TableTalk. Oh, like I am, I'm such a, so I started watching this new Netflix show. People may already be so into it. It's one of the um, hospital ones, you know, that people, okay, yeah. <laughs> one of the new ERs, you know, ER okay, like yeah. started that trend. And now like you always have to have a hospital show. <laughs> and I was watching this episode the other day where they were kind of, you know, the mentality of the hospital was we care for these individual patients. And there was the mm -hmm. story and obviously it's fictitious, right? Yeah. Like it was made up, but it represents stuff that's actually happening in the real world. And it just, it's so funny that just two nights ago, like a fire lit in me again, where I was like, my ministry is for single people. Like the greatest work I'm going to do on this earth is going to be in one-on-one -on -one individual conversations and in and relationships that you know that I have with people and oh and I just and and I just like honestly feel like I get caught up in wanting to switch the furniture in our living room and expand the deck and um go on trips and like everybody else does and I'm a mm -hmm. and I'm like a play hard think big kind of person and stuff and I and I and I'm still gonna keep doing that you know but it is so interesting and two nights ago is one of those nights where it like it comes back like so heavy where it's like the thing that's most meaningful is people and having a difference in somebody's life like it it's it's not like a gimmick it legit is like what our souls are made up of yeah and it it lights them up to to love someone and to and to uplift someone and just I, I think people ask me all the time, how do I build my platform? I really want to like inspire and, and do things with, with people. And, and they'll say something like, but I only have 250 people on my Instagram account or whatever. And I usually will say, if you were in a room with 250 people, like, would you consider that meaningless? You know, if you had a chance to inspire 250 people at one time, I was like, that's not insignificant. You know, no, like huge, right. That would be like the domino effect of inspiring 250 people is like, you can't count like where that is, is going to go. And it, mm -hmm. it makes me sad for somebody to think like, I don't have a platform um, for something like this. And I would say, okay, maybe you don't have a, a, a large Instagram following, but you do have a kitchen counter and you do have a phone that has numbers you can text 
and you do have a front porch and, 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 and you do have a next door neighbor. And now Siri wants to be a part of this. And, <laughs> you, you have know, Siri. So, <laughs> you have Siri. She's feeling so passionate about this, but you know, like, yeah, like I, I don't care how many like accounts I reach. I actually feel more meaningful about feeding those sophomore boys toast Mm -hmm. than I do about reaching thousands of people. And I know someone's going to say, that's just something that people who have thousands of followers says, you know, (laughs) and it's like, honest, honest to goodness in my heart and soul, like it's like, that is just, that's so meaningful to me. Both of them are. I'm happy I can do both of them, but. Well, and as a parent, I think it's important to see like the influence that you have. You're not going to see the domino effect that all of those boys coming over for toast have on the world, but they're going to grow up too. And they're going to go out and, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to like get teary eyed, but um, it's, it's just, there's so much change that can be made just within your small circles of friends or your kids. Um, and so I kind of want to pivot and talk a little bit about that because you have six kids um, and you are, we're in very different stages of parenthood. Mine are three, two, and soon to be a baby. So I am in the, I'm in the physical energy of parenting, right? I am on the ground with trucks and Barbies and you are, oh, you're making you, posts. Yeah. What you need is a blessing right now. <laughs> and yeah, but we can, we'll figure it out some time for that later. But I want to know, because I haven't had a lot of experience as far as social media and having to incorporate my kids into it. Kind of how do you approach that as a parent of helping your kids see that there's so much more than what is just coming in on their phones and they can make a huge difference even in their own social circles, kind of tying both of those things together that we were talking about with, with seeing the light and finding the positive things online and then implementing that into their real lives. Do you feel like that's been hard? It's, it's a whole new thing of parenting that we did. Our parents didn't have to do. And so I don't know, how are you navigating that? Well, I, a couple different ways. One, my kids know that I am like, he, like involved online. Like they just know that's where I have a lot of presence and do a lot of writing and, and, and those kind of things. So, um, and they will say things to me, you know, it's like, I think they see, you know, Oh dad, I really liked your post or I would read it. I'll read it to them before I post it. You guys like this one or, you know, and, and stuff like that. So they're involved that way. But my kids actually don't have social media and I'm, and I don't, I don't know what the right way to do this parenting wise is, but, um, my oldest just turned 18 and I just barely recently let him download Instagram for his first time. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of, he's our first one. So I, I just am seeing so much, um, that is hard to navigate um, and is kind of r- r- especially tough for a developing teenager to navigate with social media that I, so, Jenny and I sort of just have decided like the kids are not going to have it. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe that'll change. I don't know. But as of right now, like that's really like what, what we're doing with it. What I do know I need to do um, 
And where I could fall short here is teaching them, um, being really deliberate about teaching them how to like use social media, you know, because like they're going to, like everybody has it, right? So it's not like, I'm not, I have to like introduce them to that world, you know, which is what I'm trying to do with Jack right now is like say like, you know, this is, okay, this is like the, this is how you like, navigate your feelings and this is how you navigate your manners and and those kind of things you know online because like they're just gonna have to learn how to do that but um yeah i i actually like with i mean i'm not i i think it's good like i am a fan of social media you know like yeah i'm into it but i just i think it's like especially with my two girls i have two girls in middle school right now and they seem to be impacted by what is negative about social media more than my boys. I have my two yeah. older boys first and then my two girls. And I'm actually more concerned <laughs> about those two girls with like, it's so easy to compare and to feel bad about yourself. And mm-hmm. um, man, I feel like growing up, we just had our own little circle of people that we just knew. and that, And I just... Well, and it was um, still hard. I mean, I know right. you weren't a girl, but as a girl, like it's still so hard in middle school and in high school to like deal with all the comparison stuff and even like just on the TV, but having it in your hand mm-hmm. and like seeing it every day, I just, and I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. So I always like to hear how people are kind of navigating that, but just thinking of myself and putting myself back in my eighth grade shoes, I don't think I would have been able to handle something like that or to handle the comparison or the things that what I would have seen on social media. It's hard now as an adult. Sometimes now I'm like, I have to put my phone away because I apparently am not being the right kind of mom or, you know, like, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that I still have to catch myself trying to realize what's real and what's curated and things like that. And so to not be able to distinguish that as a teenager would be so difficult. Well, and I feel like, you know, amen, because as an adult, I actually can sense when I'm kind of spiraling into a place that social media has put me, you know, into like a comparison place or into like a, um, you know, a negative space because of it. Um, But I feel like I have some of the skill sets to kind of pull me out of that and their skill sets that I don't think anybody necessarily taught me. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, um, the way I grew up taught them to me naturally, but right now what I'm discovering is like, Oh, some, I, something is missing with my kids growing up that they're not being taught some of these things naturally. Um, like for example, like I was thinking about this the other day and this is not, this might not be true. Like some scientist, hope, don't at me if you're a scientist or, you know, or whatever. But, um, like I was thinking about, I grew up with commercials, you know, where you actually had to wait, um, for the show to come back on. And I grew up having to wait a week before I could watch the next episode yeah. of oh, yeah. something. That was just the world I lived in. I thank Jesus for Netflix every day. Like that is great that there are no commercials and I don't have to like wait. Like that is a gift. But I felt, I was thinking the other day, there's something about that that taught me like 
patience and anticipation mm -hmm. and those kind of skills that I use in my life today. Um, I'm not saying they're the only thing that taught me that. Like I, was, <laughs> like I wasn't raised by commercials, but um, that like people don't have today, you know? So I was no, like, yeah. so what's going to compensate that? How are my kids going to learn patience and anticipation? Those are two super valuable things to learn. And I'm like, I have to somehow compensate for that for them because like they, everything is so immediate. Oh, you know? totally. The instant like, gratification right now. Oh no, oh, I know. And like, yeah. I love that my 16 year old son can DoorDash Chick-fil-A for himself, you know, but I'm like, hold on. There's something about like the fact that, you know, if you wanted something, you would have to like go and get it. And like, yeah, I'm all for the conveniences. I get it. Yes. But what I'm realizing is, hold on. We, I'm living a social experiment right now. Nobody has ever this is the first time anyone's had to parent kids in this current like yeah. world. Yeah. And like, I, like, I feel like I'm generation one of you parents totally trying yeah. to do this. And so, I, um, man, <laughs> it's like, I, it's, it's tricky. It's like, I, you know, like I you like, can't call your mom and be like, how did you how do, did this, you do this? Yeah. yeah how right. did you do this when I was a kid? There are no classes. There are no, like, this is totally, it's like makeup as you go kind of. And there, no one knows what's going to work best because no one's gotten past that point yet. So, well, exactly. And it's not like, and, and people who are trying to put out information, which I'm so grateful for to give different ideas and everything. We don't actually know the, implications of those either because it's like yeah. you know so one thing i'm i'm just trying to think about is like man what are just like the timeless principles that have like crossed generations you know yeah. and really trying to lean into and implement those like um hard work is a timeless principle right and you can teach that no matter what the world looks like yeah patience forgiveness, um, loving of neighbor, faith, loyalty. Like if I can implement and teach those principles within a social media world, I think like those are the things that are hard and fast. Like the, the circumstances may change, but they've changed in the past, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, like during the Great Depression, during the Vietnam War, uh, during the 60s, like the, all of the situations of the world were different, but some things lasted through them, you know? Mm -hmm. And, if, and I, if I feel like I can focus in on those things, then no matter what changes happen, like I'm like, those have bedrock, um, like proof, you know, like, like yeah. we've seen like evidence of those principles actually like lasting. And so, that's kind of where my focus is like, okay, I want to make sure that those, you know, foundational principles are an emphasis in my parenting. Yeah. I really, really love that. Um, let's talk a little bit about Fleck because I feel like that kind of comes in with this and helping your kids kind of understand those basic principles. But you started Fleck, is it Fleck Clothing? So like the yeah. whole 
when when did you start that and what was kind of tell us a little bit about it I actually when I came to Utah last I saw like so many people wearing it and it was so <laughs> cool and so anyways I I just think it's the coolest concept so tell us a little bit about flight clothing and why you started it and and how you feel like it's helping with that mission too Okay, so Fleck is, um, it's a year old, just barely okay. had its birthday. And I really, like, I started it kind of on a whim a little bit. One, because I thought, oh, it'd be so fun to start a clothing line. Like, I just that creative part of my brain that would like to do something like that. But then um, I think it also, like, a couple of things collided to create it. And one of them was my two girls starting and being in middle school. And I started to kind of think about that idea of like, you know, like actually middle school is the meanest place on earth, you know, like what <laughs> am I going to do about that? You know? And then I, I started hearing like the girls like say negative things about themselves, you know? And I was like, and then I realized I do the same exact thing. You know, I'm like a dad in his forties and I still like, find what's wrong with myself. And I still focus on what's negative about myself. And, and uh, anyways, and then I started to stumble across some research that was like super compelling about, you know, like how simple it is to switch the perspective of your mind and how powerful that can be that like, what feels like this overwhelming problem actually quite possibly has really simple individual solutions. And, uh, and there's like, it's not just, uh, hocus pocus to like speak kindly to yourself. Like it legitimately has like this physiological and sociological impact, you know, on people. And so Fleck is all clothing that's printed backwards so that it shows up when you look at it in the mirror. So it is a message to yourself when you see it and it's a chance to like begin the day um and then be reminded throughout the day of just really simply you know just what is good about you and what yeah. should be celebrated um about and you. i love and that so, i mean it's it's in the mirror but it's also when you catch your reflection in the window and right, those are the right. times when you're like oh my my hair is all messed up or you know and you catch it and it says i mean some of the sayings are i am enough for things like that or um just there's just so many that so many good ones, but it's you can't really think those thoughts when you're also reading a statement out loud about yourself. Right, right. That's positive. And so I I love that. And I feel like it's something that's perfect for, I mean, the middle schoolers, but also for everyone else. It's something that I feel like applies to everyone. Like you said, we all are still catching ourselves doing that. I know I'm I know you're not the only one because I do it too and I know a lot of <laughs> other moms do it too. And so well, I, I mean just think about the fact that like okay out of like on a scale of one to ten, how positive are people's experiences with mirrors? You know what I mean? Like what are like what are the odds that someone like I love passing a mirror. Like <laughs> You know, like trying to get a few on my way out of everywhere. Right. Yeah. Like people like just don't have good experiences with the mirror. And that it's actually sad because it's like the only time you see yourself, right? So it's yeah. like, wait, the only time I engage with myself, you know, is a negative experience. I was like, that uh, that we got I got we gotta change that. 
we gotta <laughs> we gotta flip that, you know. And I think it actually has like I was listening to this like parenting, um, was a podcast or something I don't know where, um, this mom who's like you know this parenting coach was talking about when your kids hit somebody, you know, or or whatever that that's not an isolated moment. Like that was a domino effect from things that happened earlier on in the day. And her like tip and advice was, oh, complimenting your children early on in the day actually can prevent some of these things later on. And I was like, oh, that's such an intriguing thought, you know? Yeah. And so I started doing that in my own house with my kids. And then I thought, oh, wait a second. What if that is still, what if that's true about yourself also? Like what legit, what if you began the day with a compliment to yourself? Like, what would that, you know, what would that, that do? I was listening to um, Mel Robbins kind of talk about this. I don't know if you've seen any of her stuff with high fives in the mirror and how statistically you can tell which NBA team is going to win the finals by how often they high five each other at the, in the preseason. And I was like, that is crazy. That's so simple and so easy. Why does it have such a long lasting impact? And I'm like, plus I'm all about stuff like that. I was like, man, if we could like find a simple way, you know, to have a, an impact for good. And, and then, you know what, like if somebody it's, you know, people say this, that, um, hurt people hurt people. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. without writing it down, that's kind of hard. But it's like, yeah. I was like, then the opposite must be true too, right? That loved people love people. And I was like, so you're not only like having an impact on yourself, but like you're in position now to express that love toward other people too. Like you yeah. have, you're in the space of mind and heart to do that. So I don't know. I, I think I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm passionate about it. And I just want the clothes to look super cool too. Because And they do. They look so cool. <laughs> but the message behind it, I mean, it, I feel like you can apply it in so many ways. Like I even am just thinking while you're saying this of the days that, well, first of all, to give credit to that parenting person you were listening to, I don't think I've ever had one of my toddlers hit each other in the first like hour of us being awake. So we're going to try that tomorrow. We're going to do some complimenting <laughs> tomorrow. Our compliments, yeah. Right? But even just as myself, like if I wake up maybe a couple minutes before my kids and give myself some time to like do something that makes me feel good, whether it's like exercising or just like, you know, meditating or reading scriptures or whatever it is, I mean, it sets your day off in a whole different trajectory, right? And so it's got to have the same effect if you wake up and you stand in front of the mirror and you read these phrases or you tell yourself these affirmations of, of being someone who loves yourself and go and love other people. I think that, Mm. I think it's awesome. I think what, what you're doing with that is, is so cool. And I wanted to read your, I don't know if it's like the slogan or why I saw it on your website the other day, but it says most clothes you wear for others, these ones you wear for you, which I thought was so cool. But in the same breath, you're still wearing them for other people because you are built up, you are positive and loving yourself and you can go out and love other people. So I really liked that. Mm. that was well, really thank good. you. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, it's just so simple. And I want to say to somebody like listening to it, well, just try it, see what happens, do it for a week or something, you know, like start the day for seven days straight, you know, with a compliment to yourself to some, you know, and then to others and just, 
watch what the fruits of it are, you know, yeah. like it's just see, like, it's so simple to try it. Why, why not? Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm just gonna, I want to ask you just one more question as we're closing, kind of going along with that, but we we don't have a huge audience too, but when you're talking about imagining all those people in the room with you, so I want you to imagine yourself in a room with just a ton of moms right now. <laughs> and we're we're listening to this, we're feeling pumped up and we're feeling like, okay, I want to go and I want to make a change and I want to, maybe it's boys coming over for toast or maybe it's my three or four kids sitting around the kitchen table. What would you say to them? What encouragement would you give to them right now to just stay positive and keep going in their efforts? Oh, I would say that um, anything and everything good in this world is a product of someone like you. Like anything that you can observe that you see is going well, that is beautiful, lovely in this world is a product of of, of someone like you, somebody who, like when people say the phrases that have almost become cliche, particularly about the impact and influence that um, um, any person, but perhaps particularly a woman who seems to be endowed with added measure of, of compassion and empathy, mm-hmm. um, the, like these things matter. Like they matter to the people that you're, that you are interacting with. They matter to your own kids that you actually have within you the capacity to make a difference in people's lives. And it doesn't take very much to do it. Like, honestly, I believe in this toast principle, right? It is, it's not even the good bread. It's not even that Dave's fancy bread that we're giving these kids. Grandma Sycamore's? What are you talking about? It's the cheap stuff on the bottom shelf, you know? And to think that like something that simple, um, but because of the kind of heart that it's coming from is what makes it uh, impactful. And I would just say like, you're doing far more good than you think you are doing. And you ought to keep coming back like to podcasts like this, to reminders, because that it fades really quickly. You know, the spark of it can fade so quickly. It would be really, really important to continually have like a rhythm of something in your life to remind you of how much impact that can have because it does it just it fades from us and and we can forget so you know so quickly you know yeah like you might be fired up right now and then tomorrow you do something about it but you know in three days from now that fades and that's not because there's something wrong with you that's because that's just what naturally happens um to people so have things that are built in reminders of how much good and how much impact you know you're having. I, and I would just tell people like search your memory for a minute and consider like the great um, impact that people have had in your life and like take it as evidence, you know, and as inspiration to pay that forward and pass that along. Like each of us have simple experiences in our lives that we're just like that impacted me 
more than it should have on paper, you know, like it, it genuinely did. And so you have the proof in front of you that, that this works, that it, you know, that you have that capacity in you. I am a champion for every person who is listening on, you know, this podcast. I wish I could just, um, cheer them on, you know, one by one, because, what you're, what you are doing matters. It matters. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to come on the show and talk with us. Um, oh, I loved it. I loved it. So good. <laughs> for everyone listening, where, where can we find you? Tell us about your current podcast and where do we find you on social media? Oh, you know what's easiest? My social media handle is in, on Instagram. It's at Mr. Dave Butler. That's my home base. And then whatever you want to find. Whatever direction. (laughs) That's perfect. I will put it down below too in the description. So if you are looking for some more positive encouragement and uplift, uplifting, Dave is your guy. So thank you so much. And for those of you listening as well, don't forget to come and continue this conversation with us on Instagram at Table Talk for Moms. And make sure you hit subscribe so that we, so you don't miss another episode and we will see you all next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.